Hey everybody, Jesse here from Flyers Alley. I want to talk to you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor in the Alley. You guys should too. Welcome to Flyers Alley. I'm your host, Jesse Bell. Along with me in the alley, as always, Jess S. Jess, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Along with me today, Zach Kinderchuk. Zach, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You're always welcome in the alley. We also have another special guest, Duffy. How you doing, Duffy? Good. Absolutely. Thank you for coming out. Flyers Warriors, big day. Uh, podcasting for cancer. We had a huge turnout today. Um, we're going to turn it into some uh, Flyers talk, and we're going to talk about the alumni game. Um, obviously, the alumni game is great. Um, what's the experience of going for that? How is that's kind of the nerves have got to be? Were they there? A little nervous? Yeah, I mean, so it started the day before. Well, actually, it started like four days before because Mike McKenna was. Uh, he was a he was a little worried because he was the only goalie for the uh, team talking team, and uh, so we started messing with Brad Marsh, and we're like sending him texts like, "I know a guy available, ready to back up McKenna," you know, like joking around, and you know it was it was all a joke and stuff like that. And then we the, the Flyers Warriors we practice every Sunday, and. Uh, Coach comes into the locker room because he always dresses in the coach's locker room. He comes in and goes, Duff, when you get on the ice, there's giant hands. He's got these giant hands. He's like, before you go out, I need to talk to you. He goes, it's not bad. Just come talk to me. I'm like, what's going on? So he pulls me out into the foyer area of the rink, and he just hands me the phone. He goes, hey, somebody wants to talk to you. So the other end of the phone was Rick talking. And he was like, hey, Duff, it's Rick talking. Uh, I need you to play for me tomorrow night. Can you do it? And I was like, uh, come again? Like, what? Do you want me to do What? What's going on? And I see my wife, like, videotaping me. I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, it was just not, it was not computing in my head, you know? So, anyways, uh, so Rick's like, I, you know, it's a, it's a one-game deal, and, I can't pay you, but I'll pay you the beer. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, solid, yeah. He's like, I was like, it's a done deal. Like, you know, yeah. I I'll, let me check my schedule. I'm available. <laughs> so, anyways, Brad already left and went on the ice for practice. You know, I'm, like, I get off the phone and Les is like, what, what just happened? I was like, uh, I'm playing in the alumni game tomorrow night. Apparently, I don't even. 
Like, I don't even know. I couldn't, like, just, it just wasn't computing in my head. But anyways, I get out on the ice. Everybody's, like, going crazy, all my teammates. And it was really cool because we had a joint practice. Usually it's, like, our Tier 1, and then we have a Tier 2 and 3 practice. But uh, it was the weekend after the Warrior Classic where we just won all three championships for our respective divisions. And, you know, it was it was a it was a really like exciting practice for us because we're all out there together as champions and you know, then that gets thrown in our lap and everybody's like, What what is going on? And Jim Jim was coming to practice late, which is not uncommon, but uh <laughs> I feel you. You know, so yeah, right. he he thought I was getting the e bug call for the actual flyers and I was like, No, 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 no. Calm it down a little bit. But uh yeah, it was cool and you know, Brad talked to me the next morning, and he's like, hey, you got to be there at 3.30. I'm like, for what? Like, why do we have to be there at 3.30 for a 7 o'clock game? Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, no, you're you're part of the whole thing now. You got to do the whole thing. So you show, yeah, you show up, and I was I was immediately overwhelmed. And like a couple of the alumni I could see it, and they were just like, oh, man, this guy's like, you know, Simon Gagne and uh, McKenna and uh, – uh, Nick Schultz were like, we got you, Duff. Like, you know, just, yeah. just hang out with us. So they're like doing all these, they're signing pops. And like, I'm like, am I supposed to be doing that? Like, I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm like, I'm just going to stand over here. And they're like, no, you've got to sign the picture at least. Like, I don't even know. Like, there was no picture. There was just like a frame. I don't even know what the hell was going on, you know. So, like, I'm standing over there, and then there's like this new alumni alumni lounge that Brad uh, just had done in the Wells Fargo, which is a beautiful. It's a beautiful room that is set up for the alumni now. Now, I You got to go down there where your dad was like. It is amazing. It is such a piece of history. And uh, everything in there is all stuff that's been in storage. Oh, really? Like, from over the years, like like the uh, Hans Smythe and, like, like all the all the like miniature trophies that players have won over the years that has all the different names of all the flyer. It's all on display now that they're just sitting in storage. Wow. So, like, Brad's done an unbelievable job with it. And just to be in there, you're just, like, thrown away. It's, like, literally going back in time in the history of the Flyers. That's so, awesome. you know, I walk into there, and I'm like, what am I doing here? You know, like, what the hell is going on? So I go into the locker room, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is nuts. I'm like, all these, like, Lindros walks in, and I'm just sitting there. And Joe Watson, who's, like, the best guy, like, that guy is a true great human being. Like he is he is the flyers. Like he sits there and he's like, Billy, Billy. He calls me Billy. I still don't understand why you gotta let him do it. Yeah, like Joe Watson, Billy, come sit with me. Billy, what 54 years I've been here. 54 years. Hey, Joe, I know, I know. You tell me every time, but he, he is a flyer, flyer for life. All those guys that showed up that day, flyers for life. And, and for me, growing up around, I lived right down the street from the Coliseum where I played ice hockey, and, you know, where all the flyers used to practice after the, they left the class of 23 arena. Um, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. And I was like, I looked at Brad, and I'm like, oh, I'm not playing though, right? He's like, oh, he kept blowing it off. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm just there just in case. 
and McKinnon's like, yeah, you never know. I might, I might tweak a knee or something. Like, oh, nah, 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 I'm not getting it. You know, and I was fine with that. Just to be there, and you know, and everybody's going out for the introduction onto the ice, all the alumni, and, they, they, and I started going the other way to the bench already. And Brad's like, hey, Duff, just let you know, you don't go do the, you go to. The, I was like. Coach, I'm already going there. Like, I get it. I, I know I'm not an actual alumni. I get it. So I go out to the bench, and they're introducing all these guys, and everybody's like going crazy. It was it was great. It was it was an unbelievable experience. And you know, the third period lines up, and we're going back out on the ice after the ice cut, and, and the players come out of the office locker, and it's like, dumb. it's happening. Top glove side. I'm going to I'm like, I'm not even playing. What are you talking about? Because Johnny and I, we kind of have like a little rivalry going. Like, oh. we played against each other before. You know, it's pretty funny. But he's like, top left side, you're in. It's happening. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. So, talking goes to me. It's like, right before, it's like 12 minute mark. He's like, tough, 10 minutes. Next stop that you're going in. Wow. I'm like, what? Nope. Nah. Yeah, yeah. So the crazy thing is, like, all these chants are going, we want the yeah. <laughs> So the Warriors bought a whole section of tickets. Yeah, they're allowed. And won 11. And people that were in that section, like, what the hell is this? What the fuck is Duffy? Like, who is this guy? Like, I've never even heard of him. And it was like, uh, you know, everybody's laughing, going crazy. And, it was cool, and we couldn't get a goddamn stoppage. Yeah, like, like the, the play kept going on. And yeah, Ken was like, Dog, just go, just come out like, right now. He's like, Yeah, we're just gonna change on the fly. So the play's down the other end, and I'm like skating onto the ice during the game. And it was just like, I've never, like, there's never been on the fly change goaltender, I don't think, ever, like in alumni history at least. I don't know, but anyways, it was it was wild, and then I'm like, All of a sudden. Here comes Johnny LeClaire. He's like trying to steal the puck from his own guy. Because he wanted to score on him so bad. And he gets into Lindros and like Marshy's out there blocking shots, like with no helmet on. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? And I made a couple saves and it was it was it was truly the best experience I've ever ever had in my life. Obviously, besides marrying my wife over there. Uh, I'm a dad, I'm a <laughs> but it was it was truly an experience that I will never forget, and you know, and it, and it wasn't about me that night, really. It was, it was more about like my teammates being there, and it was, it was, it was, it was a Warriors thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all those guys that dedicate all their time every weekend, whether it's on or off the ice, that are there with me. It, it, it's truly about them, and I was just lucky to be the person that got to represent the entire. Like warrior program, so yeah, it was definitely you know, great. They did, awesome. did a good job. It was awesome. Absolutely. I appreciate that. But, yeah, you know, it was all about our my teammates. It wasn't yeah. just about me. So, that's awesome. Know, that's one thing that I'll never forget. It was it was truly special in many ways to be out there with my coach and, and guys that I grew up watching. So you know, it was even, awesome. Even was getting awesome. the phone call from Taki. Gotta be like, it was. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that's I, I was like, come up. again. Like, Marcy was like, it was, this? like, it was like a military call. You're all like, come again, yes, sir. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, it's Rick Tocket. Like, you know, how can you not be like respectful to a guy that's going into the Flyers Hall of Fame? Right. Along with Paul Holmgren, who is 
was was my neighbor at one point. Our neighbor, oh my God. grew up in our neighborhood. Or not grew up, but lived in our neighborhood. And you know, we would see him every day riding his bike or walking with his wife Doreen. And you know, he would like just do his big Paul Hunger walk by. And you're just like, don't don't do anything, sir. You know. And then like one day I was wearing a Hartford Whalers T-shirt, like doing a line. He's trudging along and he's like, stops and goes, nice shirt. You know, and you're like. Thank you, sir. Is this acceptable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's just you want to trudge along. Like, great like, yeah, guy. Like, those two guys that got into the Flyers Hall of Fame are truly deserving. And uh, the Warriors are lucky to be a part of it. And uh, they're big supporters of us. And it was great. It was great. That's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely good. I was in the press box that night. And uh, I believe weren't you down? Were you downstairs? He was taking photos downstairs. It was just electric. That that alumni game was amazing. Yeah, just the way they did it. Even the Wells Fargo Center now, like it's just so impactful now with all the new. Now there's fire. Like I didn't know that there was fire. Yeah. Uh, and I will say when you're, well, I, mean, I was I was up in the press box. I was on fire because I was looking at something like you could definitely feel it on your face. It's, just, it's intense there now. Yeah, it's well, wild. Hopefully they do a little bit better. So yeah. Yeah, go go off a little bit more, but maybe yeah. you. Uh, I forgot it may what, not the, be, what the horn sounds like at this point. Yeah, right. It was cool. it was really but um, maybe we're not be the last time. Oh, no, you've been yeah. alumni yeah. now. You're alumni now, man. We're it's, not it's be the last over. time. It's, it was a good run. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. It's over, guys. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. It's never happened again. <laughs> just, just job. retire undefeated. Yeah, and, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So, you guys are I have a question. Oh, okay. So when you when you and McKenna were switching in game, were there any too many men on the ice penalties or? Uh, I don't even <laughs> think the refs knew it was going. Like, They're probably so taken aback, like, like yeah. So yeah, they were kind of like yeah, whatever. You know, there's a lot of stuff that could have been called that game. I, I mean, it's for fun. Was it though? Was it Marshy yeah. and and? Uh, and Fritchie got into it a little yeah. bit. They were hacking each other. Oh, they, some guys came out to play. Like, yeah, they really yeah. came out. Like, Canoogle got... Like, uh, yeah. He was ready to go. Yeah, he was... I think he was one of the, one of the, uh, the most recent retirees. Yeah, he yeah. He just retired last he's year. He's ready to rock and roll. So Kote's playing in men's league, so he's ready to rock and roll. He <laughs> came out and scored in the first goal, but... Yeah, that, it was. It's, it's a great thing to be a part of. I want to kind of switch switch the gears a little bit. You guys uh, pay attention to Flyers more now. You guys uh, pay attention to Flyers now. They're losing. They're losing streak that's happening right now. But yeah. Any thoughts on what's what's going on with that? Like, do you have anything good on that? Well, yeah. I mean, that was such a nice positive ten minutes that he just gave us there. Magic. How often can bring people together from all walks of life? There's some guy here. But now let's talk about the ten anniversary of the wedding day. Sorry. It was nice. We had chicken. The DJ. Yeah, and then to kind of turn to the reality of our our season. That seems that's a that's a very good one eighty. But since you were you were on such a roll, uh, what, what kind of what kind of feelings are you getting after what what just seven games now in a row? Yeah. Seven games great. Uh, I know Duffy, that's gonna be on second. They put you in the net, buddy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a team effort on and off the ice with that team, and uh, they, have, they have a lot of talent. Um, obviously, goaltending is not a problem. Um, 
past couple games, I mean, it could have really gotten out of hand, especially the other night in New Jersey, where if it wasn't for Martin Jones, like, oh my God, yeah. it could have been 10, it could have been 10 to 3 or 10 to 2, whatever I think the final score was. But it, I mean, if it wasn't for him, like, both goaltenders and Martin was playing out of his mind, too. Like, the total. Total 360 for last year with, with Carter Hart. I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, I don't know if it's the system or just the new players in the system that are not bonding yet. Um, but it's definitely a, a concern. On, you know, there, there's a lot to work on with these guys. But, you know, getting, getting Hayes back, hopefully getting Ryan Ellis back will help out. I mean, Ryan Ellis had, what, five points in four games before yeah. he got hurt. Well, he's back, right? He made it next week's week. This week yeah. Week now, yeah. So, I mean, the other day, though, right? Yeah, I'm not going to be. I mean, that's that's in ten, 10 games this year. Yeah. That's about it. So, yeah, I mean, like, with Groveroff and, like, he, he lost Niskin in a couple of years ago, and now he finally found a good team partner, and then Ellis gets hurt. I mean. That's something we talk about a lot on the show. It's, it, it, it's, it, it's a concern because it, it's tough to bond with a player, and then they go out, and yeah. you're trying to. You're trying to do more. It feels like you're trying to do more because yeah. you know the guy that you're partnered with is out, and you're not used to the person you're with. So I mean, it's it's definitely an interesting uh, a dynamic with the Flyers right now. But I I, I really think they can turn it around. Uh, but it's it's they got to buy into the system or, or or change it up. You know, like we changed it up when we were in the Warrior Classic. It wasn't working for us and. When we played in the championship, we went to a different system. Colorado couldn't do anything against us. So maybe that's what they need to do. Like Maybe like, all right, this isn't working. Let's switch it off and, and, and figure out what we need to do better on the back end. And, and it works. So maybe that's what the Flyers need to do in defensive pairings or you know, offense as well. But the injuries don't help. The injuries right. don't help as well. So, But that's, that's throughout the league, too. So. You know, I looked at the Edmonton and uh, Pittsburgh game the other night. Those guys are flying out there. Like, it's like a totally different game than what we're, we're watching right now. So right. hopefully it turns around. Yeah, it's definitely scary to watch them play the way they are now, watch other teams capitalize them on their wins and everything. But, I mean. I mean, they have a team that doesn't look better than us right now. Even the Kraken, I feel like. Right now, the Kraken have as many points as we do. Right. I understand that they have three games in hand. But still, do you think the next three games the Florida are going to put up any points? I kind of don't. And you mentioned Martin Jones had to stand on his head so we would lose not so badly in New Jersey. Right, yeah. That's and now you don't have the Scott Stevens New Jersey of old right. that actually struck fear into the hearts of teams. This is, a, this is a team kind of stuck where we are a little bit in the midst of, well, are we in a rebuild? Or are we going to try to sell guys like Dougie Hamilton? Try to make a push here, and of course, Recky's on the bench now. So I, heard, I hate, I hate New Jersey, ten percent less, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> but for for a guy like Martin Jones, we should have realistically expected nothing. Right. Um, for him to hold you to a gate to make it a close game of five-two, just shows how perilous this team is right now. And we keep talking about the system. Yeah. Whatever the system is that they're talking about, I'm not sure. Because every line plays differently. The defensive pairs don't play consistently at all. You brought up Provorov trying to do too much. I wish that were the case. You know, he was supposed to be our number one defenseman with someone to compliment him. Right. He was supposed to be the guy with Ellis bringing, bringing some help, not the other way around. So right. he should still be. 
there were a couple years when you know, going into the season, it's like Dark Horse Norris candidate. So this guy has has the ability and really should show it off. He absolutely isn't. But, you know, that kind of makes him no better or worse than any other flyer that I've seen right. at the moment. I know right now we're all very high because we're so desperate. Desperate for something to cling to. Right. Like Zach McEwen's been nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. That's a good addition. It that's is. A good addition. But like, that sounds like a sports that was a writer. Great like, addition too. I, I need two hundred words to write something positive. What can I, what can I possibly write about the Flyers right now? Zach McEwen's been a nice one. Yeah, that's about it. Though. Yeah, you're right. The goaltending hasn't really been a problem, but which is weird because uh, Jones was a. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about the Jones signing. We, we were for the last few years. Yeah, 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 we were. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we he, he drove the Sharks to that to that final that that year, yeah. and then has gone on an absolute drought since then. But I mean, and started three and zero after being with us. Right, he's he's, he's doing great. Hard has definitely made a one eighty since last year. Yeah, the, the defense is definitely. What's weird is because. Personally, I think Ristolainen is playing great. Better. But, but, like, you know, you don't... he looks like the most uncoached player in the league. Like, I'll, I'll see him out there. And this was me and my nascent days of hockey. And I never got much better. Like, you're kind of just out on the ice, just waiting for 40 seconds to go by so you can get off again because you're not quite sure what you're supposed to be doing out there. Right. But I think Ristolainen is kind of there. Like, I see him out of position so many times. I see him. What exactly did we bring him to the team to be? Of course. I think it was kind right? of guard Carter yeah. hard as well. Because that's what he was doing to us when we played him last year. We couldn't get anywhere near their goalie. But you get a sense he's doing that. Like, I, 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 I like his play to a certain. I think there's a lot, a lot that comes in with the Flyers when people expect certain players to do certain things that they're just not getting for doing. Um, I, I don't think he should be on the ice a lot. But I mean, like when they put him on the power play that one. Time. Not out of the Well, he's back on the power play yeah. tomorrow. I think. I think I, he's, I, I think he, he's he, he doesn't. Unit. I like Risto, but I don't. He, I don't think he has business being on the power play line. No, I don't either. Because he's, he, he just looks very. He like drags, and it's like it's. But if you're if you're looking at what you have with Keith Yandel at the moment, other than a nice story uh, about a guy who's eventually going to break Doug Jones' record, Iron Man record, right? it's a, it's a nice record. That's probably and, why they haven't called him. And he's the only one he, exactly. Yeah, he's the no one speaks ill of him in terms of his influence and in the in the locker room or anything like that but he was brought in essentially as a specialist yep. and was not playing with either power play unit for three games there yep. and that's what he was brought in for yep. the only reason he yep. brought him in at this point in his career at any point in his career he was pretty weak yep. defensively um but now that he's like you know accumulated almost 600 NHL points like a bulk of those on the power play you'd hope that he'd at least strike a little bit of fear when the puck comes out to the point but i just i don't see that at all sorry you want to go back to the duffy story yeah oh, it's no. a little lighter sunshine and rainbows <laughs> it's a little, a little lighter, i do have right? one thing to add like an interesting thing to add to the defensive stuff is you got shane bassespare out in uh, arizona now who leads so, well, the team in points yeah. you know and but like, that's the flyer oh, syndrome here right we there. go like, yeah. here we go another flyer that leaves and you know He's doing very to well. Do well down there system. too. Yeah. To do well down there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. As the air. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 the Florida boys used to the heat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, would you rather see that? You like seeing X Flyers go into C? Especially like with Ghost, because like when he was um drafted or came up and then we put him in i remember i keep getting things on my timeline on my facebook and stuff of my memories when people were getting hurt it's like oh this person's hurt time to bring up gossip bear right and it's like i said that so many times on my facebook 
back then when he started. And then it was like he was so good. He had that. He had the rookie. What did he get? Like second place in yeah. the Calder Trophy. Yeah. Like and then that. Yeah. So that was. And he only lost behind what McDavid, I think. Unless was it McDavid? Yeah, it must have been McDavid. I think it was McDavid. Yeah. So yeah. like, there's no way he's gonna get first place no, over fine. McDavid. No. But to get second. That's amazing. And then and then he got into the sophomore slump a little bit. And then yeah. so I mean he maybe is someone that I would like to see succeed, but why can't they succeed for the Flyers? You know what I mean? I like them all that they'll have rock and roll. No matter how much I like them here, like but they never do. They never do. No, they how many cups have they won since they got traded? Yeah, well Because they were with the Kings. Yeah. How many have they they, the they went every other year? Yeah. That's Flyers West. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, man. Sorry. I love I love the flyers as soon as they take off as soon as they take off the uniforms like the yeah. yeah. How about yeah. Jeff Carter freaking Penguins jersey? Well, the Penguins I have a little bit more affinity for. Well, they're about uh, to be Chicago soon. Not, <laughs> the battle of the Keystone State's gonna be ours. Oh, they just yeah. got bought out. They're, they're moving to Chicago. Who? Pittsburgh Penguins. They're what? moving to Chicago. Oh, yeah, they were bought out. They were bought out by. They, they were bought out by co-owners of, of, of Fenway and yeah. I thought That's some Boston. soccer team. That means well, like they're moving them. I, I saw. I heard it. Yeah, Fenway's Boston. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was, would be. I feel like I would. I would hopefully know that. So no, I'm, 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 I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably wrong. And that 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 Pittsburgh city is a great hockey town. It's a really great sports town. Um, you know, they're, they're isolated enough that they don't get influenced by the market. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I, that would be a big surprise for them to move. Well, maybe I got it wrong. Like I said, I probably got it wrong. Well, yeah. it's, it's definitely a topic. Of, yeah, well, I mean, you just surprised topic. Zach Kinderchuk. Like, well, so, so, it was I, a good reaction. He was like, what? Great reaction, right? Especially because of Jakarta right now. Uh, Maybe the replacing of Lockbox. Yeah. That would be the only move, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't but, think any, any team wants to go to Chicago. No. No, not right now. It's pretty. Mark Andre Fleury is probably the most unhappy person Absolutely. about his decision. Absolutely. Yeah. But was that even his Edmonton. decision? No, it wasn't. But he could have retired. Yeah. 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 He made a decision. He, he had to think about it because he didn't you know, want to at first. I, I I hope for him that he goes to a contender. Yeah. I mean, he is he is obviously way above. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer like guy. I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Still. At his age, like, yeah. you know, he's yeah, Vegas kind of Vegas kind of stabbed him in the back there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it that seems like a lot of fans were upset about yeah. it. Too. Hockey's the only one that I swear really takes salary seriously because obviously you don't dump the reigning Vezina winner for any other reason than you're paying him too much. Right. right. Uh, I just I don't see other sports doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna dump their MVP. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's basically what he is. Like the best trophy winner is an MVP. So. Except the Flyers might dump their MVP. Uh, Giroux, I keep hearing more and more rumors about they're always like fan or column generated rumors i never see anything confirmed by any sort of source but uh what do you think is claude a flyer by the end of the season no no if he no, is no. if he if he is then it's after right after right after he just signed somewhere yeah i mean when he when he does that when, when the, the comments made that he you know he's going to make his decision whether he's going to stay or not depending on how the team how the team does this year well, i mean i would right now right now i mean i want to go to a contender i mean well, they're stuck in this purgatory mm-hmm. right now where they need a rebuilding or do they have you rebuild it around club no absolutely not you build it around carter hart 
it's hard to rebuild around a goalie, though. Like, that's yeah, a lot of but it course. seems like but that, that's what it feels like we've built on this offseason with the defense. Yeah, as far as let's just face it, we got lucky. With Absolutely, we happen to have a number one goalie. Can't let go that guy. Yeah, I know, but yeah, he's to me. I, I would see a list of untouchable names. He's the only one on there for me. Well, people also, people also will want. I think people will want Giroux. People will have faith in Giroux going to another team. Yeah, but it's yeah. got to be the right team. He's in what the top fifteen every year. Yes. He's always like number one in faceoffs. Too. I also <laughs> think the thing that happens with, with the, the Philadelphia fan base too. They also they took Jake Voracek and Claude Giroux, who are two playmakers, and wanted them to be snipers. And now uh, Voracek's doing great in Columbus. So he's doing great. Yeah. Yeah. He's been supposed to be just. Yeah. Right. He's got like I think what was it two. A couple days ago, he had like 18, was it 18 assists, I think 14 assists or something, a couple goals. But, you know, Drew has to do the same thing. He's not that guy. I think I personally think that the leadership needs to change. He needs a new venue to be the, the player that he wants to be. Yeah, I mean. So my yeah. personal yeah. thoughts on the leadership changes as far as like coaching, leaving your contract is a tough one to uh, just get rid of. Like just to like say, hey, we're done. What is he like? It's five million a year for a lame venue. That's a tough pill to swallow to say, hey, we're we're gonna move on. That's that's a lot of money. Who are we even bidding against? Like five million for Vigno made no sense to me at the time. Is he getting direct offers that we had yeah. to compete with? Is that how mediocre like professional hockey coaching has got? Or is a bidding war that ends up with AD getting five million a year? Not only that, like that'd be upsetting as a two-year deal. A five-year deal is a major commitment. Yeah, it's a big, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money to eat. And that's why I think he's getting a little bit of a pass right now because man, we're paying this guy a lot of money. We can't really just say this is also done. this is also his first full season as coach as Flyers. It's actually Carter Hart's first full season as as goalie with the Flyers. So I think he may get a pass this year. I don't. I don't think so. No. I don't think top, do, you, do, you, do you think the pocket room is a joke? I again, this comes from a place of hope. Yes, I do. So do I. I so talk. Taco was asked at the, I think it was at the alumni game if he would coach again, and he said he wants to do the TNT thing for a little bit. But a lot of rumor on the mill is is that they're going to ask, they're going to ask Taco. Look, I played under Rick Taco now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a great coach. Yeah. You want to know now? Think, that, that, so what happens to? So here's a good one. And we'll, uh, we'll end with this. I think it's. Um, we'll, uh, we'll end with this. Does. What happens to Claude Giroux if he's there when talking? If, if talking becomes coach, what happens to him in terms of ice time? In terms of or just in general, is, is it going to be? Well, you take the C off him. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. I don't think he's going to play. You do that to anybody. I think that's just downtown. Yeah, that, that's training before you do that. Right. So, talking comes into town. I personally think Giroux's going the first month. I have, I, just, I have. I just, a, he's not going to deal. If it is Giroux as, as the, the other half of the problem, not the problem in the locker room. I don't want to say that that harshly, but if that's what it is, it is what it is. Um, the problem in the locker room. Talking's not going to deal with it. No, he's, uh, he's going to send them back. Yeah, I think it depends how much other guys step up. Because the one thing, imagine the Flyers without Giroux this year. So, yep. You know, I know he's. He's both the most popular and the most hated player on his team at the moment. But he has single-handedly at least put up a point on the board. Like, he does things that no other flyer could really do on a regular right. system basis. 
I know like Atkinson with us a highlight and Fairview. That's really a goal spectacular. Drew can do that every night. And God, they take that away without anybody stepping up. Like let's say if we're 40 games in and JVR still only has 16 points, Atkinson only has 11 goals. I, I think that there is a, there is a basement outboard of a product the Flyers are willing to put out there. So if, if they get rid of Drew and don't bring back anybody in the immediately instead of like draft picks, I feel like they wouldn't do that to a new head coach. And I don't think that they would do that to the fan base. I know, like, there's, there's definitely a lot of questionable things that the Flyers organization do, but at that point, you're really putting out the fan yep. Like, if, if no one is stepping up to play at a, at a high caliber the way that Drew has so far this year, my hope is that they won't let things sink that low. Because then we're talking about, like, wow, we're really playing, like, an expansion team. Right. We have, sure. we we're have, not even in the new year, but we're just in the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's definitely getting scary. Yeah, It's it important how talk it comes in, too, though. Because I've seen a lot of – I've seen some pushback on that. Well, it's just going to be the same old, same old. But not if you come in – if he comes in – with reasonable expectations and a, a, a coaching plan that we can all follow. Because I think he's the exact type of NHL player, but then he does have a successful coaching career. And look what he did in Arizona compared to what they've kind of, kind of fallen into. It's, it's hard to completely dismiss his time there. Sure. He did all right. I'll deal with some off-ice headaches as well. Brindamore uh, is a great example. Yeah, and in, in the Rangers. Yeah. There's just this very good, never-quite-superstar little, little niche of hockey players that go on to become great coaches. And I feel like hockey is one of those players. I'd be thrilled to have him. I think it just immediately injects, injects mid-season enthusiasm Nowhere, no matter where we are in the standings, and I'll take that for a couple of weeks. If he comes in the way Lindros did, if you remember, guys, you just gave up a whole team for me. It's going to be rough in the beginning, yeah. And when the fans fully supported that Lindros transition because they knew it was going to be tough for a while, and if Topic comes in with the same sort of headlines, like hey, give me time, this is my team now, but it's not going to be my team immediately. I, I think the Flyers will sit through, sit through some, some over months. As long as they're playing with the kind of spark that I think we're talking to make this team play with, especially here in Philadelphia. Yeah, you brought up a good point. Like Lindros, when he came into the league and when he was playing for the Flyers, I mean, he won the Hart Trophy and they weren't even good. They weren't even good. I mean, he got emotional up there. It's like, I know we're not great, but we're going to get better. And then look what happened. Two years later, they're in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. So, you know, it's something that you got to look at. Like, you got to understand the rebuilding process of an NHL club. Like, look at Montreal right now. They're in shambles. They're throwing jerseys on the other side. Yeah. And it's Cole crazy. Caulfield, Cole Caulfield got brought up and sent down real quick. Yeah, so it's it's Montreal. Um, but uh, yeah, so we face the uh lightning tomorrow. Yeah, the team to run into when you're slumping. Yeah, it's, uh, time defending Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> it's a home game, which makes it even sadder. Yeah, it's fun. Like, our we're so close to becoming the uh, if we're not already there, becoming the team that your coach circles the upcoming game in a different color marker. Yeah, right, we're like, all right. Maybe this is the one where you sit the starters, starting goalie. Like, let's not worry about this. It's you know, I, I was listening to WIP on the way in, and you have to get lip service no matter how bad the other team is. But you can always tell when they're not really that scared about this, what's coming yeah. up. And I feel like the Flyers are the that's the that's the way other teams are talking about right now. That should be infuriating. Yeah. So I had all this optimism going into the season for what I see now are irrational reasons. For I was feeling good. So cool. Something's happening here because you got. You get, it seems like you get the right pieces. 
but uh, something something's falling on the wayside. Um, with that being said, I definitely want to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much, Delphi. Thank yeah. you for coming. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you so much. Jess S., thank you for always being by my side. Uh, we will see you guys, I guess, next Sunday? Yeah, we're not doing it tomorrow. No, we're not doing it tomorrow. We'll see you guys next week for Flyers Alley again. Thanks again, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.